Two trucks having sex. Two trucks having sex. My muscles, my muscles involuntarily flex. Two trucks having sex. Two trucks having sex. My muscles, my muscles involuntarily flex. Two pickup trucks making love. American made. Listen up, auto thoughts and Decepticlowns. You are listening to Prime Cuts, a nonlinear history of the Transformers franchise on television. I'm one of your hosts, Nero. I'm your other host, Audrey. And we're back with more goddamn Earth Spark this week. We're getting, I feel like, in these episodes, what I really like about about these episodes is that I think they are starting to introduce real plot mm-hmm. very gradually. Yes. We're getting the slow roll thing. These are kind of a sleepy pair of episodes as far as stakes go. We keep getting hints about stuff that's cooking in the background. Yeah. I And... So far, if if this is what is happening, which I assume it is, I, I, I think, you know, I'm smart enough in media, like, uh, savvy you, enough. You, you can figure to, out this this show for babies? <laughs> to, to figure out a show for babies, yes. Um, I think it is the most subtle and almost, I would say, like, natural integration mm-hmm. of, like, larger plot into like story of the week episodes so far that i've seen in any of the shows yeah for sure it just pops up a little bit here and there yeah so that's interesting but in the meantime we have story of the week episodes that's right it's uh, we got we got some shenanigans here we got some uh pair of episodes with a lot of shenaniganry moving in and uh house rules yeah uh Moving in, our our third episode starts with, I'm not going to do that every time, Um, moving in starts with um, Bumblebee speeding against a train. Note, that's a special tool that will come in handy later. Um, He could have caused so many traffic accidents doing this. This is a tiny town. This is a tiny town. Well, in that case, he probably wouldn't have caused much of any accidents, now would he? You know what? Fair enough. Um, he does do a very stupid stunt here, but hey, he's he's able to do it without hurting anyone. So I guess you know, more power to him. Um, so he's racing against this train. Um, he like bumps into a pickup truck in front of him to raise the back of the um, what's it called? The Ramp. actual no, the actual area. That a pickup truck has. Oh, the bed. The bed, right? So he he taps the bed to get the the um the back gate off of it and down to act as a ramp, which he uses to ramp over the train onto the other side to make it to the Malto family house uh, in record time, because this is apparently his priority. One literally by at the second on time for his new teaching gig. Because um, as we remember, Bumblebee has been assigned to be the Cybertronian half of the Terran's education. He is greeted uh, with, <laughs> I think it's just Thrash and Mo at the moment who are doing target practice, well, right? Fir- well, first, yeah, it's, it's Thrash and Mo. Then there's also, he gets there and Dot and Alex are there. 
Um, right. And they say, hey, uh, we're, we're still getting the, the stuff together, but we're still getting your new place together. And he looks at the bar and he goes, oh, new place. Great. That's uh, that's really, really what I like to hear is that I'm going to be sleeping in a barn. Yeah. Donna, <laughs> Don, God bless her. Is like, you can put up walls if you'd like. Yeah, uh, and also Al- he is still like slightly put off by Alex's enthusiasm about him. He was like, "Great, that guy's here." Why did I take this mission again? That actually is a good question. Like, it's a really good question. <laughs> why did he do this? He was from- so chill and hiding. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess you know, if, if Optimus calls you up and says, "I need a, I need a big favor, my boy," uh, it's hard to say no. But also, he I don't know about this, Optimus. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I know that he, I, I, he does seem to have a sort of limited number of guys to choose from, but I feel like someone else could have been a better teacher, right? Like, honestly, like, why isn't Megatron doing this? Uh no, he probably shouldn't. I, you know, he's nice. He, I like him. I love bimbified Megatron. We probably shouldn't let him teach the children. I mean, he's besties with Dot, though. And That's she'd be true. right there. That's true. She could curb all of his <laughs> worst tendencies. Or they would make each other worse. Yeah. I do feel like Dot and Megatron's friendship is absolutely, like, Optimus going, I can fix him, and Dot going, I can make him worse. But also, you can't you can't take Megatron off the ghost stuff. Like, he's a heavy hitter. Bumblebee literally isn't supposed to be dead, so, like... He's a pretty good, like, uh, guy to put there, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I've seen what Alita can do. I feel like she can basically handle everything on her own. But it's also, like, one of the things, like, they're not supposed to tell ghosts that the Terrans exist. Yeah. Would you think ghosts would have some kind of crazy surveillance thing, but I guess Dot is immune to that. The perks of, of being a person of interest, I guess. Um... Yeah, I'm not sure it works like that. But no, I don't. Th- I, you'd think maybe they'd have more, but uh, who knows? Ghost um, is still very, very mysterious. I don't know what the fuck is going on over there. Yeah, really unclear what's going on, and I, I'm excited. Again, we are getting like gradual hints of it, but I'm really, like, genuinely excited to put the puzzle together. Whatever it is, I mean, I know, I know, good. eventually it's going to be hand fed to us, but you know, yeah, but like whatever it is over there, it doesn't seem good. <laughs> it seems yeah. like there's some shady shit going on over there. Um. So anyway, Thrash and Mo are doing target practice, which basically involves Mo throwing objects outside of the barn window and Thrash shooting them. Um. I do want to note here, still using those two D effects that we talked mm-hmm. about last time, and they still look great. Oh yeah, can't emphasize enough how well this uh this combination of the 2d effects on 3d setting with 3d characters works for me so after getting shit thrown at him and being told that he's sleeping in a barn bumblebee is trying to get his his uh lesson plan together meanwhile the malto kids and by that i mean both the children and the terrans because they were of course adopted um are hanging out with some cows Thus the um, moo part of moving in. Is this is this before or after he calls Alita? Because I want to talk about that this scene. This is way before. He okay, calls Megatron yeah. first, which... Uh, Megatron and then Optimus and then Alita, right? No, it's Megatron, then Alita, then... He's then trying then Opti- to call Optimus, but he keeps... Yeah. He keeps getting Optimus's fucking wives on the line instead, so... I guess they all share the same number. 
seems or at least they all have access to the channel right like they all they can all call in on optimus's line they all have they all have the same answering machine let's say yes. that yeah and it's optimus's ass anyway they uh the terrans are learning about cows and how adorable uh, baby cows are they're pretty damn cute they're um, they're quite cute so this one especially uh, introducing new friend fluffy ears we got yeah get better at naming shit which i'm sure i'm sorry i'm sorry i got a roasty that's a dog shit name but uh we'll work on that we'll work we'll workshop it don't you worry um and you know she she twitch is enjoying hanging out with fluffy ears touching fluffy ears as fluffy ears uh then bumblebee comes stomping in and spooks the cow he's like all right time for transforming lesson yeah, and suddenly things things don't work well with transforming. Yeah, so, you know, he's just like, because uh, as, you know, they're literally born yesterday. So they don't really have all that shit down yet. You know, they don't have it uh, down to a second nature like Bumblebee does. I like this uh, bit where uh, he tells Thrash to transform and Thrash sort of stretches himself into a vaguely motorcycle shaped object he he i would call it modern art is yeah, what he, thrash <laughs> transforms into kind of put his puts his with the wheels on his legs down and yeah. like does or, the splits <laughs> folds into yeah yeah while making the transformers noise with his mouth and bumblebee goes okay <laughs> that's interesting but not really what i asked for um, and Twitch, who previously was in drone form to get some apples for the cows, is like, "Oh, this is easy. I can train. I was just, I had just transformed. Watch this, and nothing happens." She's trying really hard to transform, but it's just not happening. Yeah, she's and I the, poor girl. The, yeah, and she's like, "Oh my god, I was literally just in vehicle mode." And B's like, "Yeah, sure you were." And Robbie's like, "No, no, B, she was. I I saw it. We were picking." Bumblebee, no! <laughs> no, Bumblebee! Bumblebee! Um, so he's like, alright, well clearly we have a lot to work on, but Thrash is like, actually, we don't want to go to school, we're just gonna go hang out. <laughs> this episode is Thrash and Twitch basically being all I want to do is gunshot, 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 yeah. <laughs> cash register noise, and hang out with my siblings. <laughs> they don't want to go to school, uh... And Bumblebee's like, okay, fine, whatever. We'll just do more, like, tonight. And and the kids are like, oh, no, 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 no. You can't do that, Bumblebee. This is, like, the one night of the week that you can't fuck with. Because it's Malto Family Game Night. And that is that is non-negotiable. This is when he calls... This is when the... But he calls them all, yeah. But first, first he, you know, he heads back to the barn frustrated that these fucking kids aren't listening to him. And he encounters Alex, who, oh, he just happened to be moving these boxes full of Bumblebee merch from somewhere to somewhere, and he just happened to run into Bumblebee. Wow. I want to know where Alex is sourcing all this stuff. It is, like, James Bond levels of just Bumblebee branded. There's so much shit. Gadgets. And, And, like... Yeah, it, it's it's amazing because like there was an actual Transformers merchandise blitz in this world, but they were real. They were real yeah, guys who that. were fighting a war. They made fucking walkie talkies of War Hero Bumblebee. 
I know. I mean, it's it's the same with like any big superhero thing, right? Yeah. Like it's the same thing in the MCU and all that, but like it's of, still really good to see. One of my f- the one of the funniest examples is in <sighs> Godzilla Final Wars. And then, you know, kaiju movies, kaiju are like natural disasters. They level cities. And we see a shot of this kid playing with like kaiju toys. And they're like the Bandai lions. Like, what? They made those in this world? That's fucked up. You know what? These toys. They're like like bobbleheads. That's like if they made a Hurricane Katrina action figure. What the fuck are you doing? But I mean, it's like Trump bobbleheads. Yeah. It was like, this guy sucks. Let's make a toy of him. Um, Except, what if he was a gigantic fire-breathing lizard? Yeah, and also, the Trump ones are very, are mostly owned by very enthusiastic people Uh for Trump. I wonder if there would be, I can't get into the, what if there are pro-Godzilla people? I can't get into that right now. A a wonderful thought experiment for later. Nature is healing, Nero. (laughs) literally it's not he's a irradiated lizard he isn't supposed to exist like this humans are the disease <laughs> and godzilla is the cure um so they i love the bit where he alex holds up like a piece of bumblebee merch from to sign and the, <laughs> the way that bumblebee signs it he pulls out his fucking gun and charges it up and then he and then it you know focuses into a little pinpoint laser so he can sign it this unfortunately gives Alex ideas for mostly the next episode. Yeah. He he tells, you know, he's like, ah, oh, thank you for signing that one. Now can you sign the rest of this? And he gestures behind him and there's like seven more boxes full of shit. And also mentally he's like, so what that stinger do? Uh-huh. And he's like, wow, wow, that seems like a really useful tool. I'll be thinking about that. And yeah, Bumblebee says, uh, just leave all out of here. I'll get to it at some point. Uh, and then he tries to call Optimus, and instead of Optimus, he gets Megatron, who is currently running some kind of training gauntlet. Um, and Bumblebee asks, "Hey, Megatron, uh, what? How? How did you get people to listen to you?" And Megatron says, "Well, when I was in charge of the Decepticons, I beat the shit out of them." Right, and and Bumblebee's like. Okay, cool. I um, gave him something about... I like to call the Turbo Twister. And he's like, how about since you stopped being an e- evil megalomaniac? And Megatron's like, oh, I haven't done that since then. Yeah, I'm not really a team leader guy. <laughs> I don't really do that shit anymore. Yeah, no, that's uh, <laughs> out of my purview. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, Meg- Bumblebee immediately just hangs up like, okay, not helpful. Not a helpful uh, course of conversation. Redials uh, gets a lead away. No, 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 no. You're skipping a scene. You skip oh. a scene where he goes back to the field to look for the Terrans. He doesn't find them, but he overhears Twitch uh, trying to transform behind a hay bale. And he's like, oh my God, she's training. And he's like, happy for a minute. And then he hears her go, I want to fucking know it all, Bumblebee. I'll prove it to him. I'm better than this. And he goes, oh, know it all. And this is oh. when he calls, this is when he gets Alita. Yeah. So he call, calls, redials, calls Alita. Interrupts um, her workout sesh. She is deadlifting cars, and I've never wanted to be stepped on by a character as much as Alita what? in this scene. She's she's on her hot girl shit, um, and she actually gives him some good advice, 
which is like you know he asked what am i how do i get these fucking kids to to listen to me and it's like well and she's like well what do you know about them Mulby says uh they're small and she goes well that's your fucking problem man you got to get to know your troops if you you know want them to listen to you at all spend some time with them like at least she's like do you know what their favorite color is and he's like why would i know what their favorite color is and she's like unbelievable uh, uh fucking ridiculous get on the, get on that soldier i need to get back to like bench pressing tanks over here um but this does give bumblebee an idea um it turns out he remembered there's a great opportunity to get to know both twitch and thrash as well as the other two human children much better and it's Malto family game night mm-hmm. there's also a running thing in this episode where alex has these fucking bumblebee uh walkie talkies there's running thing of like my uh, eyebrows are not that big yeah and he b gives them to the terrans as like a quote-unquote gift in this uh sequence he's like we can use these to stay in touch during missions there is like a 10 like a second long sequence of thrash covering bumblebee's face uh-huh. with the walkie-talkie version of his face and it's quite funny actually oh yeah and uh, yeah it's 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 time for family game night uh terran expansion pack edition and bumblebee's yes. like that's great i would like to be on the team with the terrans and robbie and moga too bad <laughs> we call dibs you can be on a team with your favorite person our dad <laughs> This is ah great. Uh, this sequence is very fun. It's like a little montage of you know it, you know it's a family game night. You got you got so you, got, you got like a twister board up. You got some tic tac toe. They do some charades. There's there's all sorts of various uh, entertainments to be had. Yeah, and um, Bumblebee tries to help. Well. I, I feel like he was genuinely trying to help and just doing a miserable job of it. Yeah, he's also trying to turn... To train them. It yeah. into like, hey, think of it like a training thing. He's like, well, maybe right. maybe they'll like training more if it's more fun. But all he really does is stress them the fuck out. Is sabotage them, yeah. Um, And eventually, during charades, Bumblebee blows... Uh, robbie and twitch's turn and um this is after he uh blows like uh twitch playing tic-tac-toe oh yeah he's like you must consider every possibility and she's like uh every possibility and then it's a moan thrash that he blows the the turn for the second yeah Yeah. like he's like he like wastes time and you know it's like he he's like now what if what if what if what if Mo was a was a was a Decepticon? How would you capture it? And Thrash is like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And then their time runs out. Yeah, and the four of them get into like a huge fight with each other, um, which ev- which evolves um, devolves into them screaming at each other. But then basically them realizing that the person who had a, is fault for them losing uh-huh. both of their things is Bumblebee. Um, and it's Thrash who's like, why couldn't you just let us play games? Why would you? Why did you have right. to like force us to train? And he in- goes like, well, if you just did your training in this morning instead of hanging out with a stupid baby cow or whatever, we wouldn't, I wouldn't have to do that. And Twitch 
gets really mad. So Twitch like bursts and she's like, its name is Fluffy Ears. In the same cadence, in the exact same cadence that I imagined that um, anime club by Casey Green comic, the term Mark is hentai. (laughs) she She gets so fucking mad at Bumblebee that she transforms and shoots through the ceiling. Yeah. Uh, but everyone just kind of kind of tries to, uh, you know, decompress after that. Um, there's a great... So, like, uh, we, we kind of cut to, to Twitch first, where she's angrily flying around. She's so angry that she doesn't realize that she transformed. And when she does realize, she's like, oh, my God, I turned into vehicle mode. I got to go tell my best friend Fluffy Ears. Um, but the problem is... That it's, uh, she's a gigantic military drone, military drone right now. And the cow is not quite as, uh, pretty scared of that. And, and even, like, even the cows know a cab. Yeah. And she's like, oh fuck, I gotta turn back to our robot. And I gotta tell, I gotta, I gotta show the cow that it's me, uh, having some difficulty doing that. Then we see, this is my, okay, this is, this is some good ass Optimus, uh, this, characterization who, here. Who, who? taught him this i this is not know. something what optimus does upcoming <laughs> is not something he learned on his own who no, taught him this someone did this uh so bumblebee finally think you know he's i bet it was calls, Wheeljack. he calls optimus to channel again and he's like you have optimus prime and he's like oh my god thank <laughs> thank primus okay it's man. like le- it's even less formal than that like it's 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 more like this is prime optimus here. yeah prime here He's yeah. like, oh goodness gracious. I am I Optimus, I'm sweating over here. I don't know if I'm built for this. Like I am struggling to to hold this mission down. And he talks for like 20 seconds, and then you just hear, ha, gotcha. I'm not here right now. I'm probably leave away a, on a mission. Leave a message after the beep. I I think it was Wheeljack. Uh, I think Wheeljack learned how to do that early on in his career to avoid responsibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I used to know someone who had that as their fucking message, and let me tell you, I fell for it every time. Like, Optimus had a long one. Yeah. That was a long one. That was, was like... brutal, brutal one. Nero might be accurate when they say that it was, like, 20 seconds. <laughs> it was really long. He got, like, Which three is... sentences out before the, 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 the yeah. punchline. It's a long time. It's a uh, long time. But he's not without advice because because dot and alex come up and you know they're like i'm in is this the first time we see dot's leg oh yeah she's like wearing a hawaiian shirt and shorts and she does have a uh prosthetic leg yeah so this is the first time we see that she is disabled which is very cool and they're like hey man (laughs) and he he asks if they know you know how how do you how do I how do I deal with these kids? And they say, "Buddy, <laughs> oh, if we knew, uh, you'd be the first to know. If you if you get to give us any tips, if you fucking figure it out, man." And they just have like a little, little down to earth, like sort of parents mentor conversation. Like you just have to, you just got to slow down and and let them approach these things on their own. You can't try to force them into this stuff. Well, yeah, it's important. But uh, they're you know these these fucking robots were born yesterday. They don't want to be bossed around by some know-it-all uh, war hero. Yeah, 
And we get the little Which nice is not, moment. not the answer Bumblebee wanted, but... <laughs> no, it's, but it's a valuable answer. Yes. Uh, and it will help him. We get the nice moment of, like, you know, he calls her Mrs. Malto and he's like, call me Dot. Um, and Alex is like, oh, by the way, he's a doctor? Yes. Is he? A t- is he I think he's a teacher, right? Is that uh, yes. Uh, my understanding is he's a professor. Yeah. Um, so it's a, it's a PhD, not an MD. Yeah, so he's like, you know, and he's like, oh, well... I'm, uh, also, the these episodes super confirm him as Filipino. Yes, one hundred and fifty percent. And yeah, and he just, you know we get the nice moment of he Bumblebee calls him Alex. Like all my friends call me Alex. Like, well, I'm glad to be your friend, Alex. And he faints. Um, his brain overloads with with endorphins. Then it gets a call on the Bumblebee walkie-talkie um, <laughs> because. Robbie and Thrash run to the cow field uh, and find Twitch spinning around in, in drone form and like freaking the fuck out because uh, during her attempts to turn back to robot mode, she caused a stampede, smashed through the fence, and now the entire herd of cows is running towards the train tracks. So they have to go herd the, the herd. herd. Uh, so Momba shows up and he's 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 trying to he's trying to keep everybody calm. And this is when we get the. The light. He well, finally he's asks. He's not yet trying to keep everyone calm. True. Um, because first, you know, he's he's like, all right, Thrash, I need you to transform uh, into, into, into bike mode because it'll be way easier to herd the cows with, with you driving around. Uh, Twitch, since you're already in drone form, just fly up and give us a bird's eye view. And of course, Thrash still can't do it because as we, we've just, uh, as it's been discussed, they have a hard time performing under pressure. Um, and Bumblebee finally asks, well, actually first Thrash asks, asks B, like, how do you do it? How do you transform? And, and B doesn't really have like a good answer. He's like, well, it's kind of just second nature at this point. I just kind of want to, you know? Like, he's like, I don't know. How do you walk? Like, yeah. Um, but he, he asks the valuable question of like, motor function. Uh, how do you feel when you transform? And we get the, the, the kids stepping in with their, their empathy gloves, and going like they feel safe and secure and happy. And calm. That's the key thing. They gotta feel calm. And Bumblebee's like, oh, got it. Got <laughs> cool, it. cool, 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 cool. No doubt, no okay. doubt, no doubt. Well, all right, let's all hold hands and, and, and be calm so Thrash can turn into a motorcycle. He does. Um, he does. And he and Mo speed off. Twitch is, is, is the eye in the sky. Uh, and they they managed to like. Oh wait, re- I I do want to say I I forgot to mention. I do want to s- mention one line here, which is when they're begging for help. Mo looks up at Bumblebee and goes, "Please, this is our first rodeo." <laughs> yeah, that was a really good line. <laughs> Very clever. Um, yeah, that was a, yeah. that was a really good one. Um, they heard the they heard the herd pretty easily. Um, they do slip in the um, episode title. Yeah, moving in. And, uh, you know, they get the herd down, but Twitch notices, hey, where's Fluffy Ears? I don't see Fluffy Ears. Um, and she spots Fluffy Ears. Fluffy Ears is stuck, has her hoof stuck in the train tracks, and there's a train coming. So that's a problem we will uh, This we, is, we I will say, probably the longest lead up I've seen to a train actually hitting someone. 
the it's pretty far away apparently and it, yeah. it is it is a fast train too because this is a sleek as we'll see in a minute automated ghost train hey what the fuck uh a literal ghost train yeah and as Mulby says later he also says i don't even know i don't want to know what they're hauling in this thing yeah <laughs> i don't even want to know it's like hey what I'm is going on sh- i'm sure it's fine what is happening over there um but yes they uh bumblebee you know twitch gets the gets the cow gets lifts her out and uh you know it's like everything's fine uh except twitch twitch's foot is now also stuck and she can't transform so yeah unclear how her foot got stuck yeah sort of I, yeah i don't know it kind of looks like she's just standing on the track she yeah, she i guess she like is between the slats i couldn't quite figure it out yeah um and you yeah she like calls in frantically like help oh my god help uh i'm on the tracks and I, my foot's stuck and i can't get out and there's a train coming and the cow is here oh god please help and bumblebee is like all right i'm on my way um robbie tries to jump in but bumblebee's like no 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 i need you to stay here and send twitch as many good vibes as you possibly can in this situation with your with your fucking glove um and he does he does some train stunts you know he tries to slow the train down like 75 different ways it does not work that train is going it's going but as we see the automated brakes are uh pretty good whatever fucking like sensors they have attached to that thing are pretty good at sensing stuff on the track yeah i mean it still would have fucking eviscerated twitch but like it would have done it at a slightly lower speed and that's something right it's something uh bumblebee arrives and he you know he kind of jumps in front of the train and shields twitch and she's like what the fuck are you doing we're both gonna get 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 destroyed and he's like i'm not leaving until i know you're safe because that's what that's what a team does that's what family does and that that, uh that lets her sort of feel safe enough to uh to turn into drone form and and lift her and lift Bumblebee and the cow to safety there is a moment where thrash and mo definitely think she fucking died though because the which you think robbie would be able to tell right Oh God! What happens if? <laughs> oh, they both die. They all die. All four of them die. Oh, they linked. De- they're oh, all no. dead forever. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. It's an IDW headmaster situation. Oh no. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah. you know, I'm sure it's like when a when a conjunct Amarada dies, you just feel that hole in your spark yes. forever. It's like when it's like when Ravage dies in IDW and Soundwave just has a breakdown fucking five bajillion miles away. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they briefly think that the Twitch and Bumblebee have become, uh, d- d- like, scrap metal. But they're, they're fine. The cow's fine. And uh, Bumblebee goes to game night for real. And there's a, there's a very good moment where... Optimus actually calls Bumblebee. It's like, oh, hey, man, sorry, I was uh, I was busy. I missed all your calls, but I'm I'm are you free to talk now? And Bumblebee, yeah, Bumblebee's Bum- just like, actually, I'm in the middle of something, and then rolls these giant cardboard <laughs> dice, huge, huge these dice, massive, massive dice. Hopefully sourced from Sarah McCostume's really big dice. <laughs> tm tm tm. <laughs> 
Um, and also, can I just say, Danny Pudi, Gray Bumblebee. Fucking great so far. Yes, he is. I, I totally forgot it was Danny Pudi as well, but like... He's so he's... good. This Bumblebee is just like a really good combination of like some of that traditional cockiness but again with that like sort of years of maturity i feel like being a hermit did a number on him yeah no i i was just about to say he strikes a a really good balance of like he's got some years on him and but also he's still he's still kind of that hothead right he's still sort of he's got a little bit of that animated bumblebee cockiness in him but not quite as like uh over overbearing as animated bumblebee can be yeah i mean he feels as as many of these characters do or i won't say many because we haven't seen that many yeah, we haven't but he seen, feels we've seen like five guys <laughs> yeah he feels like g1 yeah he feels like he feels like sort of you know how there's there's games that try to not capture how a game feels but how you remember it feeling like a genre, like a sort of, yes. A yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what this moment would be is where it's like, it's how G one feels. If you try to think back when you watch it as a kid, it's like, this is, this sort of feels like what G one Bumblebee would be now. Um, and instead, if you go back and watch G one Bumblebee is just like, I don't know what G one Bumblebee is. Frankly, I remember he wanted to fuck that lady's car though. He did want to fuck that lady's car. Yes. <laughs> He was, he was he was excited for that but yeah no he's great um finally proving my my uh, disproving the bumblebee hater allegations i just need a good one i also yeah. like prime i also like prime bumblebee i do i do like prime prime bumblebee um no i think prime bumblebee i like a lot because of his relationship with raff yeah, it's it's sort of a thing where Bumblebee himself, you know, he does have a character, he does have an arc, but it's kind of hard to express that on its own because he's he he bleep bloops. Um, what like his connection with Raph is very strong. This Bumblebee just feels like a much more realized and thought about character on his own on his own right, without like being connected to anybody else. Yeah, that's moving in onwards to uh, house rules. I, these kids are way too into Capture the Flag. They need to calm the fuck down. I also, like, want to know who's writing the dialogue specifically for Twitch and Thrash, because some of this feels like the most realistic sibling relationship I've oh, yeah. seen in, it's, like, uh, any children's media. <laughs> it's, it's pretty good. So, we're it's an Autobot versus Decepticon Capture the Flag. Uh... I think Mo and Thrash are the Decepticons. Yes. Foreshadowing and um, Robbie and, and Twitch are the Autobots. Uh, and and there's a, you know there's it, it, the the game ends and there's a dispute between Twitch and Thrash. I want uh, I I want to say the line that Twitch yeah. says that here. What did she say? Um. So uh, Thrash has hidden the flag, and she's tackled him to the ground, and she says, "Cough it up, bike boy." which <laughs> is just an incredible line yeah it's the so bubble, good bully walks up and is like oh hey hey kids calm down it's just a game and then we you hear like off-screen rumbling noise and he goes stop biting your sister oh god <laughs> like this is this is what uh, 
this feels like what my relationship with my sibling as a kid was. Almost certainly, uh, there's someone on the writing team pulling from real, real sibling relationships, much like like Alex Hirsch in Gravity Falls, right? Cough it up, bike boy is one of the funniest <laughs> lines I've heard in the Transformers series. It's really good. Anyway, they, <laughs> they crash through the wall of the breakfast nook. And uh, that's that's about it for Dodd and Alex. That's where yeah, they're drawing the all line. Right, all right, team meeting. <laughs> we or family meeting. We got to go over some goddamn rules. So they do. They, they you know, they're like, all right. So like, number one, you know, they do go over all the basic rules. Like, you know, you've got talk when you're upset, all this sort of stuff. And then they're like, yeah, we're adding a new one, though, in light of recent events. And that's no bots in the house. Do you remember all the rules? All the rules. Three was use your words. Yeah, three was use your words when you're upset. I don't remember the first two. I did not write them down. Eh, it's fine. And I don't have uh, it pulled up because it doesn't have... I, I watch it on a, a normal website, uh, which doesn't have... Uh, a normal subtitles. website that is free to use and mm-hmm. legal to do so as well. That's right. Um, but yeah, they, you know, they, they go over the rules. Twitch... Is uh loves rules. She's like, this is perfect for me. I need structure. I need someone to fucking tell me what the goal parameters are, and I'm good to go. Oh wait, sorry. There's one other line that I want to uh-huh. mention as well from Twitch. Um, she's got some good ones this episode. She's not in it very much, but she's I she think, got some bangers. I think this is while like right after they finish fighting, um, or or, or around the time of the house rules where, um. Mo goes, it's like, hey, it's okay, T, let's, let's go, you know, take a, take a, take five. And uh, Twitch just <laughs> looks at uh, Robbie and goes, shouldn't I be T? And he'd be, <laughs> yeah. There's <laughs> a little bit where they try to sit on the same, same stump and like shove each other off. Um, classic sibling stuff. I, uh, again, I, I am not, I can't remember the last time. Particularly in a pe- Jesus. Um, damn, damn fig. What was that? That was not fig. That was oh. something hitting my window. Oh, it was a bird. Uh, yeah. Guest host, some fucking bird. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Something about Twitch. Something about Twitch. Oh, Twitch. Or... That, like, this is the last time I- the fir- Um- the the most I can remember is particularly in a uh extended piece of media in a franchise that has already been well established of introducing a new character that I've loved as much as her. Yeah, she's amazing. Um <laughs> and she's fully we, we get so much more autism twitch time in this she, episode. Holy uh, shit, she loves rules. <laughs> I, you know, I, I was not, I, I did not say that glibly last time that she had autism. Uh, to me, no. she reads as very autism coded. Oh, super duper. As, like... Uh, within, like, within the first two episodes. But by the end of these episodes, I was like, this must be on purpose. Oh, yeah. Like, like... they must be trying to show a character mm-hmm. on the spectrum with her. Right. And so uh, they talk, they, 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 they uh, Dot and Alex show off the chore chart and the kids are fucking groaning loud, fuck the fucking chore chart. But Twitch is like, ooh, the chore chart. And Alex is like, yeah, you get gold stars every time we do a, do a good job. And she's like, oh, I would like, I would like to win the chore chart, please. 
God, I'm sorry. I'm just thinking of a later line from her about it. Yeah, she had so many good lines in this episode. Robbie, yeah, she literally does. uh, We'll just talk about their fucking side plot right now because it literally doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, they're just uh, so yeah. Like Robbie keeps trying to tell like, hey, listen, the rewards for that thing suck, and she's like, it doesn't matter. I need to win it. So this is this is how we confirm Alex as being Filipino super. I mean, listen, his last name is Malto. He made lumpia last time, but um. The prize this time is so yeah. Robbie's like the prizes suck, and Twitch is like, uh, Dad said actually that this time, uh, anyone get like whoever wins gets to choose what we eat for a week, and Robbie's like, oh man, Dad's babinkas, um, and babinka if you don't know is an Indian dessert, mostly it's it's mostly eaten in Goa these days uh but it originates in the philippines it's uh it's like a layered it's like a layered crepe cake sort of i think it's very delicious i think i have that i think that's in cooks are delicious three which those games are all great uh everyone should try give those games a try they're fun but anyway i like this line where robbie thinks about it goes hey wait a minute you don't even eat and what does she say She's like, I I feed off of victory. Yeah, it's like it's all for the love of the game, brother. She, you, why do you care what 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 he cooks? You can't even eat. I feed off of victory. Uh huh. And they, they just like start. There's it's it's amazing. There's a bit where she just has a basket of eggs. He's like, all right, chuck me up for egg gathering. And Robbie goes, we don't we don't have chickens. Where did you get that? And she just like put a star on it, Robbie. <laughs> Fucking drone form, like light eye lighting up. Put a star on the board. Less questions, <laughs> more stars for me. And so they they start getting super competitive about this fucking chart, and then this <laughs> culminates in a lawn mowing competition, which just fucking destroys the lawn just utterly annihilates it's, it. it's less of a lawn mowing and more of a lawn shaving oh, yeah lawn mutilating perhaps oh, it's um, kind of a lawn brazilian yeah at the end of the episode they they, they show off their handiwork and uh it's and, bad <laughs> yeah, it's really bad <laughs> folks it's bad um and, and dot just goes oh well maybe uh thrash and mo can start resodding that during their ten thousand year grounding because no breaks. as we'll we'll get to the main plot here because like yeah like i yeah. said that that c plot it's just goofy fun times it's, it's, just, so it's just having a laugh um but it's amazing i love twitch there she's great so, but Thrash, he's not, he's, he does not like these rules. He, he doesn't want to be fucking told what to do or like feel like he's fenced in. He resents it. Um, so literally as soon as, uh, Dot and Alex leave to get some lumber to fix the fucking wall, um, of their house, Thrash is like, hey, what if we just sneak up into your room? Like, if you consider we just, if we just like go up there when they're not, when they're not here and Dot and Moe's like, Hmm. Yeah, okay. Sure. Well, why do the two of them specifically get grounded? Uh, Well, it's because of what happens oh, here. Uh, right. Because they go up to Moe's room. Oh, like, right. They're, they're set right. up in a tent outside, and Thrash is like, man, this sucks compared to hanging out in your room. This fucking blows. Uh, so they go up there, and, and Mo they they they, <laughs> they, she, they she sneaks uh, Thrash in bike mode for some reason i don't really it's i guess i guess he is pretty tall 
So yeah, probably to clear doorways. To yeah. And he's not um, like that wide. Like he is able to no. fit on the staircase. Yeah, he's like he's like a little baby bike. I mean, he's a um, fully operating motorcycle, but it's like kid-sized. Uh, we do get that he is manual transmission confirmed because yep. as Mo is leading him up the staircase, she's like, "Okay, stay in first gear." You're good. You're good. You're good. Um, yeah, they get up there and Mo's and Mo just turns on. Uh, Mo is a, is a huge fucking mark confirmed. She turns on some pro wrestling. It's like, all right. Let's just watch some pro wrestling. Nothing bad can happen from that. There's nothing reproducible happening in pro wrestling. And then it cuts outside and she fucking spears, <laughs> spears thrash through the wall and pins him for the three count. Yeah. When they're, and then, and then of course, Don and Alex right and go, ah, uh, grounded. <laughs> no, no, we will not be doing that. They, Meanwhile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile in town. Good goddamn swindle. <laughs> so, first of all, we have to mention, number one, whoever is driving this truck is not named or really focused on. She's definitely a character, that is, because she has a design. She's got a yes. serious design. It would be, it would actually be amazing if she was not just a character, wasn't, and they just anybody. were like, we're like, we're gonna give this ghost agent, like, two facial scars, and like... A distinct personality you can see in her like facial expressions and never use her again <laughs> yeah but swindle he's he's hanging around um and he fucking t-bones this ghost truck knocks it, it over it is nuts i felt yeah. i i saw this going on and i was like swindle my boy you are punching above your weight here but apparently fucking not I, they got a fucking Beef these trucks up or something, man. If it's this easy to knock one over, although I guess you know, he knocks it over, literally and figuratively. Uh, but as soon as he cracks, because he cracks open the bed and it's like, oh, there's an energon detector in there. That's good. That's gonna help me find hardtop. But as soon as he realizes there's like an energon shield there that prevents him from touching it, he just gives up and leaves. Yeah. Now I will say I had a comment here. Maybe I missed this in the first episode. Quite possible. I had a comment here being like, "Oh, he's just looking for his husband, not the relationship." Yeah, brother. (laughs) They are in fact the Blowjob Brothers. Um, This is someone asked that uh, I think last week, and we didn't get to it. They definitely these two are archetypal Blowjob Brothers. I've only seen them together in one scene, but they're getting up to shenanigans. They're they're getting up to foolishness. I mean, it's Swindle. So he le- He just leaves. <laughs> uh, and this fucking lady calls in some local backup. Uh, which happens to mean Dot. Because technically she's on call for this shit. Even though I don't think she wants to be still. Um, but, the, you know, Thrash and Mo, who are grounded and hating it, overhear this talk of a rogue Decepticon. And they're like, that sounds cool. We should go look at that. Yeah. Um... Well, <laughs> well, Thrash says that. Mo throughout this episode is like... She is trying to look out for her brother, who is sort of reckless and, and wants to do all the cool stuff. She is unfortunately like a fourth grader, though. So Yeah, <laughs> and Thrash keeps getting involved with like war criminals. Yeah, so, you know, Thrash, Thrash is like, we should go follow her, and Mo's like, we're, we're grounded and, and thrash's argument is like well who says that we can't be grounded over there 
<laughs> and she's like, it's kind of implied. <laughs> I love that response. <laughs> sort of by by uh, by by omission there. Um, but yeah, they, they sneak into town. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that Thrash does in this episode that's like by omission. I mean, the reason that he was able to convince Mo to let him into the house in the first mm-hmm. place. That's that's the reason why he was in bike mode. Because right. the, rule, no the rule was the no house. bots in the house, but he no said bikes. But, but they never said anything about no it's bikes. All, it's all it's look, he's 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 teaching her how to like, you know Lie through omission. Uh, exactly. It's it's the uh it's the spirit of the law, not the letter of the law. And also the spirit of the law doesn't actually matter that much either if you just uh don't care. <laughs> it's a valuable lesson to learn. Life hack, don't care. <laughs> life hack laws are fake um but yeah they they, they kind of roll up here alita has arrived at this crash site um she doesn't say anything or do anything in this episode she's just there um looking good uh, yeah looking good alita uh swindle spots mo and uh and, and thrash and he's like oop mark alert yeah got he's f- like got some fucking r- rubes okay he- He's like on the roof of a building and he's like, damn, this thieving thing is hard to do by myself. Too bad I can't find a partner. Looks 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 at Thrash. Huh. Oh, interesting. He's like, I need someone small who can get into tight spaces. Ah, there we go. (laughs) Great. I'm going to blow up this dumpster to cause a distraction. Um, So we also there's this whole thing where like eventually thrash is is you know he's he's in his rebellious he, we're speed running his rebellious teen phase where he's like i'm i would be cooler to be a fucking decepticon they don't have to play by the fucking rules they do whatever they want um and that idea is started because swindle uh you know gives them the come with me if you want to live sort of thing and he, and he takes him out to this like abandoned dam not like sort of thing like literally almost verbatim yes. He's like, come with me. We're gonna get out of here alive. Yeah. They're like, oh, oh shit. Okay. Because <laughs> they don't like. Remember, Thrash was born yesterday, and Mo is a baby. They don't know what a fucking Decepticon like actually means, other than they were those guys that Mom and the Autobots fought against in the war. But also, she's best friends with their former like Emperor of Destruction. So you get a little bit of mixed messages, you know. As is pointed out later in a very funny scene. Yes. Yes. Um, but yeah, the swindle just, you know, he try he puts on the, he puts on the act. He's like, ah, oh, he puts on the sobs for like, oh, my brother, I miss him so much. I'm just a cool, we're just cool guys who don't want to be fucking tied down by ghost authority, man. You want to go snow, like snowboarding with literal trespassing signs. And again, Mo has a great response to this. She's like looking at it. She's like, don't our signs say no trespassing as he like hands her a pair of bolt cutters and she's like cutting the padlock that's locking them. And he's like, yeah, but it doesn't say no like hill surfing, sign surfing. And she just looks at him and goes, you can't really do one without the other. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Also immediately swindle tries to get thrash to ditch mo and he's like no that's my sister and and swindle <laughs> just rolls with that he's like he doesn't say anything when you're a fucking cybertronian he's like oh sure fine okay whatever 
Well, no, sure. he's no, not even that. He's like, that's what I wanted you to say. You've passed right. my first test. No and they're one like, gets test. into my crew without loyalty. Yeah. And that's when he goes, I'm like, oh, I used to have a crew. My brother Hardtop, he was the best guy ever. I miss him so much. Sometimes was... I still hear his voice. <laughs> <laughs> you just hear distantly, forget about it. Um, I'm not dead. I'm not dead. I just That weird guy took my arm, though. <laughs> that greasy dude has my arm. Uh, but yeah, there, there's... Oh my god, this is fucking incredible. So, at the end of this whole, like, adventure thing, Thrash is convinced that Swindle... You know, maybe maybe Thrash needs some vocabulary lessons. Maybe he doesn't know uh, that's what that what that word means. Um, but Thrash is like, this Swindle guy is on the level. He's a cool guy. I'm <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna take him home. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take him to my house and show him around. What is what is amazing about this is that this is somehow what Swindle wants. I I don't know how this is part of his plan. I guess he kind of rolls it into it later. He like kind of like does a whole thing about it um oh look. or maybe what wasn't it something about didn't mo say something about like dot's job and being like oh maybe she can help yeah. find your brother yeah he's like yeah my, my mom kind of works for those guys maybe she knows something and swindle's like ooh, say um but i love this so <laughs> thrash like hey guys look who i found i found i found a friend and like literally <laughs> three frames bumblebee flies in from off screen and tackles swindle yeah it is it is less than a second for sure it is instant it is like fucking target spotted fucking. The, the most the most deadly game of get down mr president except mr president <laughs> is going to die yeah literally immediately just fucking tackles swindle and just starts beating the shit out of him um and it's, it's complete chaos and eventually swindle escapes um and and thrash is pretty mad like hey you fucking you mean to my friend and dot tries to explain to him like you can't bring decepticons to the house it's not good you can't be hanging out with those guys thrash um and thrash goes you're you're literally best friends with megatron though and she's like that's different <laughs> he changed well uh an important part here is that Thrash is like, you don't give them a chance and you don't give us a chance. Uh-huh. So he is, he is relating to Decepticons very heavily. Because um, they're, 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 they're how they're the way, viewed. Yeah. The way Dot explains it is like, you know, they, 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 you know, they chose this path, right? They chose to live this life. They were not, they were not forced into it or born into it or whatever. They, they, they sided with that cause and they have to live with the consequences. Um, but, uh, yeah. Thrash. But you can't trust the, anyone with that symbol. Yeah. Except Megatron, but. Well, you know, technically, okay, actually, he does technically still wear it, but it's like a little tiny one in like the middle of the ghost symbol. Yeah. Um, yeah, Megatron's different though. He's my bestie. Uh, he's great. He changed. Uh, but Thrash, Thrash is not, not really, uh, putting too much stock in that. And that, that night. And to be fair like it's not a great defense yeah. it's not a great like uh all of them suck except for my friend who's cool my yeah my friend is different don't question that like my, come on my my friend my buddy who has a fucking gigantic <laughs> my gigantic gun strapped to his arm he's a cool guy um, um he complains yeah, that, to mo 
Yeah. Um, and he's like, man, this sucks. We should go and help Swindle. And Mo's like, did you not <laughs> hear all that shit? That, and Thrash is like, all I know is that he's looking for his brother. And if anything happened to you, I would break any rule out there to save you. And yeah. it sucks that no one's going to give him a chance and no one's given us chances. Um, and I think we should go and help. And you know what? Like, from where he's sitting, this shit makes total sense. This shit is like, yeah, of course this is how he would feel. And uh, Mo also, like, unintentionally feeds it before he starts going into it by saying, like, if you're going to treat us like Decepticons, you might as well go back to being them. That was at least more fun. Uh, um, so they bounce. Yeah, they they go to the place where, where uh, Swindle met him the first time. And I love the bit where he's like, he's like, you know, looking over the, looking over the ravine and then he, he hears them coming and goes, ah, right on time. And he starts crying. <laughs> oh, hard top. Oh. Um, Brother. Yeah. But as the closer they get to this fucking depot where the, uh, where the ghost truck is stashed, the, the less he cares about keeping up airs. Cause like they get down there, um, and he, he hands Mo the bolt cutters again. He's like, this is for the fence or for the guards, whichever one comes first. And she's like, uh, we're not going to hurt anyone. He's like, whatever, man. Fucking no, I, Mark. I would say Mo has figured out. Mo yes. has taken her mother's words about Swindle much yeah. more to heart than Thrash has. And she she's is. Not, she's not trusting this guy. She is much more cautious this time around. And she just looks at him. And she tries to, like, lay down the law, basically, and is just like, we're not hurting anyone, Swindle. And he, like, just, and he, like, grunts and then just, like, rips the entire gate off. And he's like, I assume you don't have an issue with that. And she's like, yeah, because you're going to put it back when we're done here. God. (laughs) And Swindle literally, the rest of this episode is Swindle beefing with a nine-year-old. Oh, yeah. Like, (laughs) real. Um, You know, and Thrash is still like on on team. We got to find Hardtop, and and Swindle tells them, "My brother's in this truck. We just got to get it open." I just want to say real quick, like as Swindle walks away after she says that, he's like, "I I don't need to take this from this half pint." (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm a fucking Decepticon warrior. I don't gotta take this shit. Um, and yeah, so they get to this. They get to the truck. Uh, they open up the the door there, and obviously Hardtop is not in it. And Thrash is like, "Hey, where's your brother? Uh, wasn't he supposed to be in here?" Um, and Swindle's like, "Shut the fuck up, hey kid, go in there and deactivate the energon field by sticking your hand in that fucking machinery there." Um, and Thrash at this point is realizing, mm, uh, "This Swindle guy maybe isn't the the, the best company," uh, and that theory is confirmed. <laughs> when he pulls a gun on them. Yeah, because he's like, all right, well, go get that. Go Let turn off it. that barrier. And <laughs> Mo just like looks at him and goes, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> he and, pulls the gun out and she goes, okay. And so it was like, surprise, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, I will uh, turn that off. And she climbs in there. Curse your this- sudden but inevitable betrayal. Yeah. And Thrash is just like utterly just like. I mean, he can't really do much here. He's, he's you know, G- Swindle has him at gunpoint. But he is pissed. He's fucking mad. And he's like, you fucking lied to us about your brother. And Swindle's like, whatever. Well, who gives a shit, man? <laughs> I don't care. Just get the thing. Um, 
You were you were you were fucking rubes. You were you were marks. I I got your asses. All right, like you lost. Deal with it. Um, but as so- literally as soon as his attention is pulled away by Mo turning off the energon field, which by the way, requires <laughs> you to stick your hand in the pain box from Dune. Ah, uh, yeah. That thing a, has definitely is... torn off some ghost, some ghost uh, agent's fingers there. And I'm sure that's on purpose. I I know we've used this phrase before a lot, but that is a literal saw trap. Oh yeah, like you edit that out, you make that hole a little bit smaller. That's a saw trap. It's um, actually a saw trap from the second movie, but whatever. The degloving machine. You might think you might think it's a machine that takes off your gloves. But guess what? You aren't wearing any gloves. <laughs> and if you want to take Dude, them please, off, it doesn't please. work. It doesn't work if you have the gloves on. You need to take the gloves off, please. <laughs> please, anyone who's listening to this, do not look up degloving. It is one of it's the nastiest bad. things that can happen oh, to the human it's, body. It's, it's fucking bad. I watched that fucking Gerald's Game movie on uh, on Netflix a few years ago. Yeah. Bad. No yeah. good. <laughs> Gnarly. Yeah. <laughs> um. But anyway, Thrash immediately tries to fight Swindle, which goes about as well as you would expect. Um, Swindle, to be clear, as a full-size Cybertronian, much larger than Thrash. Much larger. He has a gun. Thrash tries to kick him in the face, and Swindle literally just throws him into a pile of junk. He's like, shut, stop it. (laughs) Fuck off. But uh, don't worry. The the fucking, uh, at some point here... Uh, I think Mo manages to like send out a distress. How does she do this? How does she send out this distress signal? I don't know. I didn't catch how she did it. Regardless, she she uh, she calls her mom, and very quickly, Team Malto is there, and we get yeah. There's there's a there's a history of Swindle being owned by trucks. Um, a long and beautiful history. Uh, the first time was when Optimus literally airdropped himself in truck form on top of Swindle's head in IDW1. And now we have Dorothy Malto f- just fucking running his ass over with her Ranger truck. Pretty good. Yeah, he bounces. <laughs> yeah, he he bounces as soon as Bumblebee shows up. He's like, okay, I'm clearly outnumbered here. I'm going to leave. Um, does he, I think he, he, he can see Energon Detector, right? He gets what he came for. I think so, yeah. He gets what he came for, he leaves. Uh, and, you know, Dot is happy to see see Thrash and Mo safe, but they are still super grounded for all that shit. And then that's house rules. Oh, there's one more, though. Actually, I forget the little, the nice little, little, little thing we have at the end of this one. Because if you'll remember, uh, they destroyed the breakfast nook at the beginning of this episode. Yes, right. Well... Dot and Alex have been hard at work, and they have turned the breakfast nook into, like, a little fold-out bar sort of thing so that the Terrans and Bumblebee can hang out with the family during mealtimes without being in the house. And that's just very considerate. It's also a cool-looking thing, like, the the, the sort of setup they have there. Yeah, they're very handy people, the Maltos. Yeah, also, I I guess they do... I didn't didn't think they kept cows in the first episode. I didn't think they had, like, a farm thing going on, but I guess they kind of do. Not chickens, though. They don't keep chickens, as as evidenced by Twitch's egg theft. Where did she get those eggs? I mean, they're in rural Pennsylvania. Yeah, she just popped uh, you know, a few miles over to the closest neighbor and, you know, robbed their eggs. 
Yeah, that's what I assume. I mean, it's fucked up. Frankly, it's fucked up that well, Alex and Dot have that on their list. What if you saw a drone st- stealing your eggs? No one would like ever believe you. This you is how UFO at- sightings happen. Oh, yeah, you look at the window, you have like a bright red drone just collecting all your eggs and putting them into a basket, and you go, well, I'm not going to tell anyone about this. Um, Although, to be fair, to be clear, that was not on the chore chart. They, She says that there was no egg collecting on the chore chart. It's not on there, because they don't have eggs. She just did it anyway, and demanded it be added for her victory. All right, we have several questions to chew through here so let's get it started yeah uh starting with the ones that we missed because the wind stole me away or do you want to do do you want to do twitter first uh let's do the the ones from last time first, which i believe scrolling up the one we left off on was this one from aurora earth spark where would you and megatron hang out at if you were friends at earth spark megatron let's presume where would i where would I hang out with Megatron? Space is a problem. <laughs> yeah. He's pretty big. So you can't really hang out indoors with him unless it's like Mall of America. And even then he can't like go anywhere. I feel like Megatron would appreciate some time in our beautiful natural uh, national parks. Yeah, that's probably national parks, state parks, you know those things i feel like maybe i could get like a projector and a big screen watch some yeah, movies wa- watch some movies get put put mario kart on 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 yeah. a somewhere i like that uh nero from disney minus veer asks would you wingman for megatron so that he can get back with his ex-husband optimus he's already there he doesn't need us to do it yeah he he he's he got there on his own this time um we he's good i would i would help him uh, any way I could, but he he's he's all set. Road Rage Ruby on a scale for, of one to ten, ten being very likely. How much would you expect to find new robot younger si- siblings in a literal magic cave? What would you expect the least from a magic cave? I mean, like one. <laughs> like uh, I feel like yeah, I feel like ten is it's very likely to find robots like new robot siblings in a magic cave. Probably a genie. Is what I would expect to find in a magic cave. What would you know? The the question is, what do you expect the least from a magic cave? Oh, what I expect the least from a magic cave? Anything mundane, I guess. Yeah. Um, Sabrina, Sidewinder Sabrina, how would you react if you got ancient Cybertronian technology grafted onto your body? What I mean, would you bad. want to get? <laughs> I don't um, think I would react well to this. <laughs> depends on what it was. Uh... Mm, the no. sleeve, the cyber sleeves, they're kind of lame. Zara's touchy feely crap. I want a gun. I want a. I want a fusion cannon. Grafted can onto you? I can be trusted with it. But grafted onto you though? I can be trusted with it. I can put like put my. I can stra- I can put my drinks on it. Give it a cup holder. I'd want probably a piece of jewelry. Something. I could tap into, I could tap into the antimatter shit too. I could do that stuff. That'd be great. Something fashionable. Listen to me. I can be. I can be trusted with a fusion cannon. Again, grafted pre- to you though. It'd be pretty. Uh, it'd be pretty heavy if we're talking like Megatron yeah. size fusion cannon. That's like most of his arm. Or even if, yeah. What other pieces of cool Cybertronian tech are there? I would. I would probably want like 
a pair of ear cuffs or something. What a fucked up hand that Chrome Dumb has in IDW1 that he can use to like poke people's brains. Trepping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is that guy can, who makes people turn inside out? Sunder? Yes. I don't think that's technology. I think he just does that. Um, I love that guy. <laughs> That guy's a freak. We get some we get some fascinating outlier abilities in IDW. Just turn you into a fucking meatball. Um or I guess metal ball. Anyway, probably not a fusion cannon. Uh honest hmm, I don't know. Like most <laughs> most of the Cybertronian technology I can think of is weaponry. I would want like some kind. I I think the idea is like if something. I'm focused less on the effects of what it is and more on what it is that I'd want grafted to me. As I, say, I don't want anything grafted onto me. Yeah, which is why I, I said wanna... something like ear cuffs. I don't yeah. care what they do, but if I had to get something grafted on me, I think ear cuffs would be nice and pretty and subtle. Yeah, that would be all right. Some some jewelry thing. Uh, also, the next thing from Sabrina here. How great is it that we have a series with Megatron as a good guy and, in my humble opinion, much more likable than Optimus Prime? You know, I agreed to you up to this episode, but whoever taught he's got, Optimus... He's got, that, he's got that dog in him still, you know? Whoever I appreciate it. Optimus to be a jackass. <laughs> yeah, I... Look, I don't think he was... Like, he, he just... Someone taught him how to be a dad. This doesn't naturally happen. I refuse. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I think that I think the thing I appreciate about this version of Megatron that he is on the side of good and he's buddy buddy with everyone. But like, he's got that dog in him still. He's got a little yes. bit of that fucking spice, and I like that when that comes out. Like when he's talking about the Turbo Twister. Yeah, everyone's like, we love Megatron. We do keep him away from the children. Yeah, he's he's you know he's still Megatron. He still did all that shit. <laughs> um from short scream chet if you could give any g1 character a different accent such as scottish megatron what character would you pick and which accent would you give them valley girl rodimus that's pretty good or like just surfer dude rodimus yeah but close i i feel like <laughs> valley girl rodimus is just too good what, um, about you, what you got german cup Ooh, that's a good one i like that Cup has a lot of good, like, you could make up a cantankerous old guy of many different accents for Cup. Yeah. I feel like German is well for someone who yells military orders. Mm-hmm. To the extent um, that Cup does. A Bridge to Cass asks, hey, did the United States military side with the Decepticons? I don't think so. I think I think they sided with the Autobots. Yeah. It... it- does I mean the Decepticons are the fugitives? Yeah, in it this seems like reality. certain Decepticons sided with the United States military, but not all of them, or most of them even. Yeah. Um, in fact, I think it's probably just Megatron. Yeah, we don't see anybody else. We don't see I, like I do have to know that both Starscream and Soundwave are not happy with that decision. Yeah, seems like they would not be. I think Hot Thundercracker should be hanging around Ghost too, though. Some of, fuck some it skywarp like... as well they're both skywarp and thundercracker buddy buddy with uh the u.s military forces that's true um literal member of gi joe skywarp so, so fucking uh, funny and his boyfriend wonders... rock and roller uh-huh <laughs> sabrina asks what's your take on these ghost fellas seem kind of shady to me yeah <laughs> i don't 
there's it's definitely supposed like it's not just me distrusting organizations like that either you don't name an organization ghost and have them run literal unmanned drone trains through rural pennsylvania and not be setting up for some pretty shady shit i trust them as much as i trust the cia <laughs> that's right uh here's the question i was referencing earlier aurora spark asks can swindle and hardtop be categorized as a blowjob brothers or blowjob brothers adjacent officially yes <laughs> i think i think they i think they qualify like i said i've only seen them together in one scene but i can tell they're fucking idiots they could also be disgusting brothers <laughs> yeah the fucking, All succession the fucking brothers yeah um also from aurora spark do you think there's guys who are like really his- into the history of the Cybertronian War? Like, is there a War Thunder or World of Tanks before Transformers? Oh, absolutely! Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's a like Alex is way into specifically Bumblebee in terms of his like knowledge of the war, but you know, there's dudes arguing about like specific battles and shit, and like bringing up fucking uh kill records for shockwave or some shit the craziest part of it is they all absolutely do exist but the craziest part of it is what demographic it is because it's an overlap of who in our actual reality would be the world war ii aficionados and transformers fans some fucking or like mecha fans in general tumblr user and somebody's uncle just fucking verbally murdering each other over whether like ramjet and dirge count as seekers even though they only participated in one military action before being captured yeah and and then there are people who are making literal gunpla of them oh yeah i mean we've seen we've seen the merch of just bumblebee you gotta know there's like dioramas for battles and shit again Um, bandai namco making a killing Follow up, which Transformers are likely to leak their own schematics just to try and get their game version buffed? Starscream. Wheeljack. That's interesting. I'll, I think both of those are definitely true. Uh, um, and finally, from our, our, our makeup questions here from Mimus the Gay, Daphnis. If you could have a PhD in an alien civilization's history, which alien civilization would you choose and what would your specialization be? Uh, it would be Vulcans, and it would be reproductive cycles. A rich, a rich, uh, a rich I'm, uh, subject to mine. I will be Star Trek's premier expert in Ponfar. Let me tell you something. Atuja, yeah, the Predators. I feel like that would be a very. I, I would like. I would want to go deep on their like weapons culture. Be like, what? Well, what are they? What? Are, what? What do these really mean to them? Like, what? 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 What is the importance they put on the hunt? Right. I feel like that's an interesting one. They're the All first right. ones that popped into my head. I like I like those guys. They're they're fucking ugly. Um, I will, this week's questions. Yeah, I will do the Twitter questions, and you can handle the Discord. We've got two on Twitter. First from uh, Z Paladin at Mommy Amcha. Favorite non traditional cute baby animal. I'm partial to the baby Ardvark. I don't know if this counts anymore. It used to be non-traditional, but I feel like it's become traditional now. But baby sloths? Ooh. Hang on, I don't think I've ever seen a baby sloth. Let me look that up. Oh, really? Oh my god, they're so cute. I love sloths. I've never seen them. Oh! That's a fucking... Oh my god. That's a little, that's a little angel. 
It's literally like a trading card. Uh, not trading card, like mm. a Hallmark card. He's just a little... <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I've opened a world delights for Nero. Ooh, I already loved Sloths, and I, I just had never seen any baby Sloths, but now that, <laughs> now that I'm looking at him, I like him a lot. <laughs> and the other two... Let's see, non-traditional cute baby animals. So I guess that since you've never seen them, I'm going to say that counts. I do. Okay, you know what? I, I don't think they're, you know, they're the opposite of cute. But I, you know what I like? You know what I love to see? What? Whenever there's a baby bird who just looks fucked up. Who oh, just yeah. Like they've got a face full of dynamite or something. <laughs> and they're just feathers everywhere. Scraggly looking bitches. I love those guys. Those are funny boys. Those are pretty good. Um, From uh, Cass, what is cosplay on Twitter? What's worse? Fade deals, swindle deals, or Temu deals? Okay, I think the obvious one is swindle, because he will betray you, 100%. Wait, what, what were the three uh, options? Fade deals, swindle deals, or Temu deals? Temu lock. <laughs> um, Temu. Okay, no, so I know. Temu, all you're going to get is like a shitty product. Like that's, you get, okay, you get uh, what you pay for with Temu. Okay, I'm going to say Faye because I don't understand metaphysical. That's true. I, there's literally the no way for me to understand what I'm agreeing to with the Faye. You might actually be able to like con swindle. Yeah. But like the Faye, they they have centuries of arcane bullshit that they can just pull out and completely wreck your shit. Swindle sucks shit, but he's a known quantity, you know? Yeah, like he's he's a shitty guy, but he's like a used car dealership guy. Like you can you know how to fucking wheel and deal with him if you've got the skills. Yeah. A fay, I'm I'm I am being turned into a toad. There's no way around it. Uh, I've my identity has been stolen. <laughs> Out of my way, Fay boy, I'm about to get it. And by my identity, I mean someone is piloting my body while I am stuck in this dandelion. Um, she also asks, outside of the obvious, no more wishes, no resurrection, no falling in love. If you were a genie, what rules would you have for your wishes? I think rules are bullshit. I uh, just like thrash, and I think you can just do whatever you want. Um, nothing that genie. nothing that involves anyone else um, without their consent. That's a good one. That's the only rule, though. It also has to be funny. If it's not funny, I'm not granting it. Just like my gender. <laughs> if it, if it's, and if I don't think it's funny, I'm blowing you up. That's the rule. Finally, Cass asks, does anyone actually play Monopoly with the auction rules? I fully believe the answer is no. Have you ever played Monopoly with like the normal rules? I I have. I wouldn't say I do. There is an like, activeness I would say to Cass's question here. Look, if I if I'm ever going to play Monopoly, everyone knows that the auctioning thing adds to an already long game. It's boring. Uh, it, it just holds things up. Everybody uses their own little house rules to make the game more bearable. Just play a different game. Oh my god, there's so many better games. I used to collect Monopoly. I still have a bunch of versions of it, but not as many as I used to. Oh man. I have played it several times, but yes, it is not a good it is not a good board game. It reeks of capitalism. Burn that shit. <laughs> um and that's all for Twitter. Alright. Over on Discord, 
from uh, Slipstream Sam, we have, what is the best slash most blatant act of cheating you've gone away with in a board game or other recreational activity? Um, I don't, oh, I guess there have been times when I've been playing, like, Boggle or whatever, where I would look over to, like, other people's sheets. Yeah, like, peeking is a pretty common one if you're playing something that you can't do that on. I'm trying to think of a time that I cheated on purpose and just didn't... Most of the times that I've accidentally done something because I misread the rules and, like, didn't actually do it on purpose. And if we count shopping as a recreational activity, then shoplifting. There you go. Well, that's the... Look, who could say that's not cheating? That's playing the game as intended. Uh, Like, honestly... With grocery prices being what they are these days? Come on. Come on. Who am I really it's cheating? O- it's, an o- it's an open challenge at that point. It's like, all right, I'll, 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 you, you have thrown down the gauntlet, Kroger. I'm simply picking up what you're putting down. And what I'm picking up are uh, these extremely overpriced mangoes and putting them in my jacket. Uh, from me, Mr. Gay, Daphnis. If you had to assign an animal mascot to each other show you've already covered, which animal would each show get? That's an interesting right. question. Yeah, let's go through. So some of these do have kind of animal sidekicks, I guess, but actually most of them don't. Um, uh, Beast Wars is going to be a fun one to get to, but let's go in order here. Let's start with Okay, Armada. no, Beast Wars easy. Beast Wars, I assign a human. <laughs> just like a, just like nor- a normal looking man. Yeah, in, Connecticut like a, Clark. Like a t-shirt. Yeah. So Beast Wars is Connecticut Clark. What about Armada? Armada? Okay, my instinct for Armada is a dragon. Something about like, like ancient lore and civilization and all that makes yeah. me want to say dragon. That kind of fits, yeah. Um uh Prime. Well, I kind of want to say <laughs> because of Predaking, but um We already did dragon. I know. Yeah. Um Shark. <laughs> Everyone compares Megatron shark. to a shark. That's true. He is a very sharky. He's, he's quite shark-like, but is he, like, the mascot? I feel like the mascot should kind of, in, in, in like... Be Bumblebee? Than, what is... Okay, if you what is Bumblebee if you made him into an animal? That's not a Bumblebee? That's not a Bumblebee. Like a pet. I think, like, a rabbit, maybe. I, yeah, rabbit. It's like a, a hidden potential. And also very Bumblebee. fast. Yes, very, very fast. Uh, what was after that? Yeah, Beast Wars is after that. We already said G1. G1. Oh, wait, no, we had animated first and then G1. Yes, animated. Animated is very energetic, very, very, uh, very bouncy. I just think of a puppy. Yeah, I'm going to give that Labrador puppy. Um, and then G1. Um, G1 is an elephant. (laughs) Yes, it's the elephant in the room at all times. Cyberverse is a ferret. I don't know why it just fits to me. Yeah, that's that that works, and that's and it. We already, yeah, we have a, we have our mascot for Earthwork. It's it's fluffy ears. It's cute baby cow. Um, Veer asks, which Transformers would you invite to your game nights? I, I, Tailgate. I yeah, <laughs> Tailgate and Swerve are the only two uh, who can fit. Um, no, I'm inviting. I'm inviting the Thrupple. I'm inviting World Sa- Cyclonus and Tailgate. I want to see what happens. Uh, World is not allowed inside my house. <laughs> <laughs> he has to. He has to zoom in. He has to Skype in. I'm, you're right. You should fly I'm not. Decision. 
I'm not letting Whirl inside my house. Um, Fuck, he stole all my forks. <laughs> Why did he even do that? I don't... I think Ratchet would be fun to play with. Yeah, Ratchet, that would be... He'd be a good one. Especially, like, the grumpier Ratchets. Yeah. Because they get, you know, he, he get very... I can imagine Prime Ratchet getting way too into it. Actually, I think, like, most of the high command of G1 Autobots would be a really funny thing. I think... I'm not inviting Prowl to fucking game. I would like, invite Prowl just to see him lose spectacularly. But he's... But what if it's a... If it, you, look, you have to be careful with that. Because if it's a fucking, like... If it's Catan or something and he can use strategy, he's going to, like, figure some way out. Yeah, but you forget that Jazz is also there and he'll think it's funny, too. Oh, fuck. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you, know, I don't, you know, they just should have had, they should have had game nights for Autobot High Command. It would have fixed everything. Um, it's, Ironhide uh, would it's, flip the it's... table every time. No, wait. No, why am I saying? Prowl would flip the table every time. <laughs> it's his favorite activity. It's the, it's the game changer episode. <laughs> I uh-huh. cannot win. <laughs> I I would I think Swerve or Talia would be a very good choice though. Yeah. Um from Ruby, uh from a scale of 1 to 10, how well can the Malto family handle Monopoly? <laughs> Who starts justifying in their head corporate espionage assassination and a hostile takeover? Twitch. Um, That's Twitch. Yeah, none of the humans do. The humans play normally, and then the Terrans g- go to literal fist blows about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another. That's another hole in the breakfast nook. Twitch would absolutely be the one who is like playing forty chess and trying to figure out ways to fucking snipe everyone else out of their properties. She feeds. She feeds off victory. She's doing underhanded deals with like Alex. Cause she, cause she knows he's not that good at like the the at, like the underhanded property trading, so she's like giving him bad deals. She's like, I, I can get this, I can get the fucking greens if I just like make him think he's getting a good deal. Ooh, yeah, don't let this girl near Monopoly. She will become she will become fucking Jokerified. Um, from Sabrina, which is each of, what is each of the Transformers' favorite generic board game? Um, so we're gonna. I'm gonna stick with the Terrans and like the Ghost Crew for this. Yeah, those five. Um, Optimus. Okay. Optimus is ch- playing dominoes. Yeah, he's he and he and uh, he and Megatron are playing old man dominoes. Yeah. Um, Alita like sorry. Yeah. Twitch. Twitch. I think likes uh, Battleship. Or Risk. Well, yeah, anything that requires like a lot of a lot of thinking. And Thrash, what's one of you to like? Oh, he likes Jenga, but he only likes it when it, <laughs> he only likes it when he can knock shit down. Or hungry, hungry hippos. Bumblebee. I don't know. I think Bumblebee is a, a game of life, man. Yeah, yeah. Um. From Ruby, is Bumblebee a tabletop connoisseur? Not this one. No, definitely not this one. Um, What is Bumblebee's favorite very niche board game that he can't bring over oh. for family game night because the rules are too complicated? Um, I'm not going to talk about Bumblebee's because I don't know, but I will say mine is Betrayal at Ho- House on the Hill. That is a very fun game that it takes a long time to explain to people who haven't played it before. Yeah. 
it's a fantastic game. One of my favorite games. And um, that that would also result in some new holes in the Malto house. I mean, it's literally called Betrayal House on a Hill. So yeah, <laughs> Swindle would be great at it. Um, oh, Swindle would be so good at Monopoly. Holy shit. What about what about you? Do you have any thoughts on no? Because like I don't know, this movie just doesn't seem like he would have that yeah. kind of like niche board game interest. He seems he's such a he's such a normie uncle. Yeah, um, he's bringing fucking Uno from really. It comes free with your Xbox. That's right. Uh, from Sabrina again. Who brings a full poker set to family game night? Alex. Yeah. He teaches 100%. the kids how to gamble, for sure. Oh, f- do not. <laughs> okay, Twitch becomes a card counter. And Thrash, I, I feel like you cannot. <laughs> you, Tw- you Twitch cannot. literally just reenacts 21. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you cannot give Thrash the knowledge of gambling. That seems like it'll go really bad for someone. I don't know who. Um, Th- Thrash getting his fingers broken by the mafia. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, really, is that a kaiju reference? That and a-, a casino reference, like the Robert De Niro movie. Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Um, from Zephy the Gay Ajax, uh, who would win at a game of spoons and who would be the most violent player of said spoons? Now, I haven't played spoons Thrash. since, like, middle school, but for those who don't know what spoons is, it's a game where you have, like, four cards in your hand and you have to very quickly keep passing them. And if you slow down to much then you lose basically um and the goal is to like make pairs or get get a full hand of all four um and uh i never played spoons but uh yeah so it's like very fast and you basically have to like look at the cards in your hand and make really quick decisions based on like what cards you think will be coming um so that's spoons um who would win at a game of spoons probably twitch still mm-hmm. um twitch is both fast and can count cards and is competitive enough i think to basically body anyone in all of these she, games yeah, she she would win and be the most violent player. yeah um <laughs> oh yeah I'll, I'll read this one i'll put on my best nolan north here from sidewinder sabrina so my friend is having some trouble, and he could use uh, some help if you could just send your credit card number along with the, the three numbers on the back to 1-800-DEFINITELY-NOT-SWINDLE. That would be great. Who on earth would fall for something like this? Who on earth, Spark? Who, uh, Thrash. We all, we, that is no. Yeah, like, we've established this. Thrash and Mo would. <laughs> yeah. Alex would, too, actually about that oh, he just seems too nice and trusting swindle, yeah swindle, but his wife wife is a- especially okay okay if swindle is not doing it face to face if he doesn't know if he doesn't see the decepticon badge eh, even so i think i think he may be uh keener than we're giving him credit for so far that's true that's true um ruby asks was is swindle into crypto how good was his grift and how much did he ca- cash out i don't think i don't think this version is i definitely think most versions of swindle animated certainly is oh yeah and he he got out like exactly he he made bank and he is not fucking with it. he's on the next grift he is not the he is not the guy he's not a bag holder he is like the the primo scammer um this swindle has definitely bought nfts like this year Oh God! He and, 
he and Hardtop have matching NFTs. I don't know if Swindle did, but I think Hardtop did, and he didn't do anything to NFT- stop it. <laughs> Swindle sold them the NFT. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, they're at um, yeah, a record low value. You're getting a great deal. Yeah. Just imagine how much more this will be worth in two years, brother. Yeah. Um, and does he use his scratched out buddy acquaintance blast off as a mascot for two to moon? Oh yeah, G one definitely does. This yeah, I don't know. This swindle is like he is still on on that scam, on that grift. He doesn't seem quite as experienced. He's a little bit more of like kind of a scrapper. Yeah. In terms of like his scale. He's kind of a he's kind of a small timer, it feels like to me. I don't know if he's scheming. And then finally from Sabrina, would Swindle run Twitter better than the current owner? Well, given the fact that a monkey with a typewriter could, I would probably argue yes. Probably. Like honestly, I fuck it, give it to him. Let's see let's see what happens. I bet you Either know he what? Runs it I, better, or he figures out a way to sell it faster. I bet he'd be able to keep fucking advertisers, if nothing else. Yeah, he's a, he. He would know not to fucking do that shit. Not to post know, uh, to that out. Disney ads next to literal Nazi shit. He would also not be on the app. He does not give a shit. Yeah, he he is less terminally online than he old, is, old he Musk boy. He has. He's got a fucking Nokia. He is not on that. He is not on that phone. I mean, he is. He is in the way that like Saul Goodman was. Yeah, he's got a. He's got a pager. He's he's very uh he's very Saul Goodman, but uh, oh, can we get fucking Bob Odenkirk to play some version of Swindle at some point? God, I hope so. I feel like he'd be down for it. Please put Swindle in whatever the next movie is. Like put put Bob in there. He'd be great. Fuck it, I'll just at him. I don't give a shit. <laughs> swindling jimmy um well that's it for this week um earth spark continues to be a, a a fucking treasure i look forward to learning more about all these funny new guys uh i look forward to every ho- time twitch opens her mouth that's right please uh waiter waiter more twitch please uh we are prime cuts you can find us still on twitter at uh, prime cuts pod probably should get some other places up there soon uh near i uh, join the discord i'm nira you can find me on twitter at dragon smoocher tumblr cyclonus with a five uh co-host is dragon snuggler um my other projects include talk cycles a, a monthly animation podcast i do with my friend jane that is over on the talk cycles on tumblr we just released our episode on infinity train book four duet which was great uh and it's hard to watch that season and not think about what happened to infinity train and get mad <laughs> um we also do ready for heidelin a final fantasy 14 companion podcast now with its own streams that you can find over on twitch.tv slash janderscore every wednesday uh we're actually starting heavens were this time we forgot that when we did our end of a Rom reborn episode a few months back, we uh, we didn't actually play through it in the game. We just watched the cutscenes on a YouTube video, so we had to do some catch up. But we're in it now. We're we're in French Catholic Elf City, and that's me. I'm Audrey. You can find me on Tumblr, Twitter, co-host, and Blue Sky Optimum on 
uh, Optimum on Prime, which is my funny robot internet joke. You can also listen to the other podcasts I do called Pot of Greed. It's about Yu-Gi-Oh! I've also been cast in um, uh, a radio drama, uh, which very shortly we are we made some serious progress on that and very shortly should have more uh information about uh soon and that's it for me well until next time listeners i am going to fling myself bodily through the malto's breakfast nook transform and roll out uh i am going to transform and roll out peach peach Peach.